0: to the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and my very good friend, Kyron Morrison. Hey, how's it all going? Yeah, pretty damn good,
1: Kyron. So, are we are we just going to play down today?
0: Just like, just be cool? No, look, I, th- I think we need to address, just straight off the bat, the uh, the, the, the two, elephant in the room. The two big elephants in the room. No, no Kyron, the most important one. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 new trailer came out... Looks awesome. Super hype for it. Um, Yeah, we're going to go into detail about that trailer. Uh, (laughs) That's right, folks. Dialog Options is now a movie podcast. Mm, Yeah, we're we're changing it over. Making a switch, Opening it up to a wider audience. No, it was a great trailer, don't get me wrong. But there is um, two big things uh, that happened within the last couple of hours, Karen. We, We pushed back this
1: recording just so we could, first of all, watch them. And then reflect upon them. Yep,
0: and, and, and gather our thoughts and our collective brains and jaws off the ground. Yeah, essentially. Um, yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk about it now, or should we just... Nah, we'll, we'll go into... We'll save we'll, it, we just, we'll save we'll just it. We'll it in, because you know it's what, a Joel? teaser.
1: I would rather that you told me what you've been playing this week.
0: Ah, uh, don't lie. You'd rather talk about the other stuff. But That's true. I, I would, but I'll, please humor me, please. <laughs> sure. Uh, cool. I haven't played a, a whole lot this week, to be honest. Um, I have played a, a bit of Overwatch again. Been getting back into that. Got a uh, got a sweet Reaper skin. I have got the Halloween Reaper skin. Nice. I'm still I'm still chasing that Mercy one. I'm yeah, still chasing it one day, man. Um, one of our friends got it. Yeah, I I know. Son of a that's, bitch. That's how it usually goes. Um, I want that Junkenstein one so hard, but one of our friends um, got that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. At least I play Reaper sometimes, so that like it's not completely useless. Um, oh, and I got a Zenyatta one as well, which I've only started playing Zenyatta, and um, and I'm loving it. By the way, um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with Overwatch. It's like it's hard not to, even when like I think about the times where I've had like terrible, terrible losses and things like that. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, that sucked, but uh, the good the good outweighs the bad with that game. Um, look, we had a really good night the other night. Yeah, we did actually. That was when I started playing Zenyatta, and I went like I went like four or five and none. That was like victories. That was, it was a good time, sweet. man. Yeah, it was good. It's good. I like to think it was my mad uh, Zenyatta skills.
1: Yes, look, your Zenyatta skills were pretty off the charts.
0: Yeah, they were pretty good that night. Um, it didn't carry over into the rest of my Zenyatta playing for the next few nights, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Look, anyway, man, easy come, easy go. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you take the good with the bad when it comes to Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, the, the only thing I've really played this week, apart from something else that we'll probably both talk about in a second because we've both played it and it's, yeah, kind of a big deal as well, um, uh, I bought uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, uh, it, I saw it was going like stupid cheap last week. It was week. stupidly cheap. I picked it up just, just the base copy, um, which came with a whole bunch of DLC anyway. It Didn't come with any of the um, the Arkham stories, I think they call, which is like the, the the standalone DLC, like two hour, three hour story bits uh, of DLC. Um, but it came with a whole bunch of costumes and things like that. But I bought the base game for seventeen ninety five. It was the deal of the week, and I was like, "Well, for that price, I can't, I can't." Because I was, I, I was always interested in playing. I just never got around to it. And it was one of those ones. Where I'm like, "I should really play that game." Like, you know, I liked Arkham Nine. I liked Arkham City. Like, I mean, um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, uh, both great games. Uh, really, really, really fun games as well. Um, packed with content. And I was like, oh, "I really want to see how it all plays out." And I just never got around to playing it. And I saw that price, and I'm like. I'd finished Mad Max I'd like, you know, a few weeks ago. I I'd only been playing Overwatch. I didn't have anything really relatively new. Like I'm still tinkering with um with Persona Q, but that like I said when I talked about that a few weeks ago, it's a game I'm gonna come back to It's a slow like, every now and then. Game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll come back to it, play it for a few hours and put it away. And it's the type of game I can do that. Um But I had nothing that was really like a big time sink as such. Um So, uh, I thought, why not, I'll take the plunge, and I, after, you know, 48 gig download, uh, for it, um, I finally got to play a little bit of it last night, and I played a bit more tonight, and, uh, so I'm about three hours in or so, and it's great, um, I started playing it, and I'm like, alright, okay, this is, alright, it's a Batman game, cool, it's not really doing anything, oh, we were driving the Batmobile, that's kind of cool, it's not as bad as everyone thought it was, um. Which I'll we'll talk about that in a minute. And, um, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I'm just waiting for that moment to really hook me back in. And then it happened. Uh, just before I stopped playing tonight, um, a certain story beat happened and it was really well played out. And it sort of set up how the rest of the story is going to play out, I guess. Like, how, like, a certain thing's going to happen, um, uh, including one of our favorite villains. And, uh, it's it was really interesting and it, it almost had like a weird like kind of psychological horror element to it um I'm just gonna you know go a little bit spoilery here it's literally in the first few hours of the game you find out this anyway um but the Joker is not well the Joker is still around uh, in some way shape or form I don't know exactly how it's happening I can't believe it yeah I, I, I gather it's gonna happen um but yeah he just sort of pops up randomly uh like there was a a really great scene where i went to the clock tower because um uh oracle got kidnapped for whatever reason and um i went to the the clock tower to check on her and and with uh commissioner gordon and i went in there and it was it was barbara gordon's apartment and then she got up and answered the door and like got up and walked over to the door and i'm like well hang on hang on uh, and it was literally the scene where she gets shot by the Joker and it was great. It had a very, it was very kind of like the killing joke, uh, in the comics as well. Like it, it had that same sort of out, little less, um, full on, uh, in terms of what, what the Joker in, uh, killing joke does to, to poor Barbara, um, but it sort of had that same vibe to it. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then, like, I went, I was like, that, that little cut scene ended. I was in the scene. I was able to walk around it. And I was like, oh, what do I do now? And I turned around. I turned back to, to look at Barbara on the floor. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I turned back around to the door where the Joker had come in, the door to the apartment. And there was a blank wall there. And it had written on it something like, this is what happens when you let friends get involved or something. Uh, or when you drag friends into your business. Uh, and it was written and it was like a text on the ground there. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, cool. And then I turned around and it turned back to the, the present-day clock tower as I as I spun the camera around. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And there was a few more moments of that happening. I'm like, all right, if we're going to keep doing this, I, I'm liking where this is going. So I'm it really intrigued- interested. Yeah, it, it was. It honestly took me by surprise. I didn't know that was – I had known that the Joker was involved in it somehow. Yeah, in some way shape or form but i didn't know to what extent and i'm really liking the way they've included it um because it could have just been like ah he's not dead um and I, I mean that still could happen but yeah for the few hours that i've played of it so far i really like it um there's a lot of complaints about the, the batmobile stuff um it it's it's very it's very slidey to drive it's very <laughs> slippery um But I'm starting to adjust to it now because I mean, like, I like racing games, so, and I like having to adjust to a new racing game uh, and controls and cars and stuff like that. So that's, that comes naturally to me a little bit. So I'm starting to adjust to it now and I'm enjoying it. Um, And the tank control stuff is really cool. I like just holding down L2 and being able to switch into tank mode and be like, all right, cool. Yeah, all right. Now we're, I had a boss fight where I was fighting a fucking helicopter and I'm like, had to switch into tank mode and I'm like trying to take it down and like dodge its attacks with a little. Uh, side dodges little strafe dodges um, it's cool I really enjoyed it uh, so I I'm, I might touch on it again with a, a little bit more of an in-depth analysis next week I don't know who knows once I've played a little bit more of it um, but yeah at this moment I'm really enjoying it I've, I, I've probably already got my $18 worth out of it thus far um, like honestly so, the last couple of weeks have been good for picking up good deals on oh, yeah. stuff that came out a while ago so that's been it's been fun yeah, yeah, it's great and I'm I'm you know really happy about that. I'm I'm glad I finally got to to get around to picking it up and had like I think I'd had stuff spoiled from it. Um It's been out for a, over a year now, hasn't it? So it's probably yeah. it's probably has happened at some point. Yeah, but like I didn't I I it's gotten to the point where I've forgotten all the stuff that I'd read. Like um there's this character called the Arkham Knight and apparently it's this big thing. Um and I remember reading about it or seeing who it was and i'm like oh okay cool but i don't remember that now so i'm like all right cool i'm back i, I this is actually a mystery to me now this is a surprise <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this now um it wasn't like all right it's such and such cool that's done um so yeah i'm looking forward to, to seeing how it plays out um and uh really getting into that world but it's uh, a lot of fun uh the other thing i've been playing which I know you've played as well, Kyron, uh, the demo came out for a little, uh, cheeky little, little game we're both excited for. It's coming out in a little over a month's time. Yeah. actually under a month now. I'm pretty Under sure. a month now it is. Yeah. Um, fuck, that's really close, isn't it? It Jeez. is. Oh, wow. That's actually, that's just setting how close it is. Uh, we're talking of course about the Pokemon sun and moon demo. Oh uh-huh. yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, it, brief, but I mean, Nintendo demos are generally like that. Um, it gives you a bit of a feel for how it's going to look, how it's going to play, how it's going to sound, and then goes, "All right, see you in a few weeks." Uh, but I, I loved it. I thought it was great. So, so much about it that I I, I loved. I, I'm I'm really excited about looking at getting into exploring the new region. Um, that's really exciting. Um, just seeing little snippets of the the new Pokemon here and there, and, um... Well, you know, apart from that ridiculous Dex leak. Well, yeah, we, well, i managed to avoid that. Yeah, me this
1: too. Is, uh, this is good. Basically, if I see any article that mentions Pokedex, I run for the hills Done X, X out. close. Close, yep. close, close, block, unfollow. <laughs> just anything I can do to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, um, the demo was actually, I really enjoyed like just being in that in that area that world it it yep. felt really good
0: yeah and it looks stunning i know i know that the last couple of games have been in that sort of like weird 3d perspective um but there's something about it this time that just looks it looks the closest we, we we've gotten so far to having like a, that full f- fully realized 3d world to wander around i only have one issue with it mm-hmm. and it's just the main character's
1: face like, they always seem to be smiling, and it's... Like, oh, I find
0: it weird. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it weeds me out, too, and I did notice it as well. There was a part where, like, I got attacked, and he's like, hello!
1: I'm um, so happy. I'm like, whoa, man. Okay, Derpy, maybe happy,
0: look, happy look. You can show emotion.
1: I won't judge <laughs> you for it. Everyone In fact, I'd does. probably
0: commend you for it, if anything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, it's, it's cool, though. Like, I... I the thing that stuck out the most to me um about the demo was the music. I turn the music up normally just to go all right cool that's what it sounds like and I'll turn it down again if I'm watching something on TV or whatever. The music blew me away about how interesting it was i don't there's nothing overly special about it. it was just it was really cool music it was just, it really stuck it with was me. fun yeah yeah i'm I'm oh man I'm just excited to uh, find out more about this world and look around and um the trials thing seems really interesting as well. Instead of the gyms, um,
1: yeah, I yeah. I don't know if that's the, that one that was in the demo was the best example. I didn't no. like
0: how handholdy it was. No, yeah, I think that's I think it's gonna be a standalone thing because if you look back at like the, so. the other demos that they released for the Pokemon games, because I think they started doing it with X and Y, didn't they? Uh there was one for definitely for
1: like Salt, Ruby and Sapphire last year. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, and they they usually sort of
0: stand-alone-y experiences, almost. I don't
1: know. Yeah, and then there's like a, some stuff you can carry over to the full game when it comes out. Yeah, which in this case is going to be the Ash Greninja, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about a world where Ash Greninja is canon.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: but um, mostly because of my feelings
0: towards Ash as a Pokemon trainer. Well, exactly. Yeah, you know. God damn you, Ash! Catch him. Useless, sh- useless piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I loved, uh, I love playing sort of like pseudo Pokemon snap
1: in it. Yeah. That was really cool. But again, like
0: yeah.
1: I, I'm sure in a full game, it will be different, but I was kind of excited like when the first trial when they're like, okay, I want you to go take pictures of Pokemon. I was like, cool, I can yep. do this. And I would kind of start walking and I'd walk to the vicinity of the spot and it'd be like, oh, there's a Pokemon nearby. And I could yeah. not help but think. Again, maybe in the full version it'll be different. But I was, I was like, I know, I know, there is going to be one there. Just imagine let, if, let me discover yeah. it.
0: But imagine if one of the trials is like a, like I mean that one, that trial was a photography quotations trial. But imagine yeah, if there was one very that was like There is like a, uh, like a gym leader for or whatever they're going to call them in this game, um, that like specialized in photography and that was their jam. And so, like to do it, you had to like actually play Pokemon Snap essentially. Um, what know, did you think of cool. the uh totem Pokemon? It's interesting. So it works so that like you you like 'cause you fought like the three parts of it and then you fought it in its final form, like all together, yeah. Yes. It sort Is of that... felt like, like a boss battle in an RPG. Yeah, it did. Like it was cool. I, I, I liked it. It interesting design as well. Um Yeah, like and it was bigger, so it wasn't just a fucking inanimate object with a face on it. <laughs> um so yeah, that's always well, good.
1: The Pokémon animation is a lot better this time around. And so even yeah. the uh, the environments and battles like I love that you can see the trainers at all times as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, Very it's really cool. cool. Like uh, the way it's set out as well. Um I, I love the fact that the buttons for the like attacks and things like that are on the side of the touch screen now. Yeah. Um I love that cuz I always use the touch screen when I'm you know picking my moves and stuff like that. I know some people don't I know you don't Generally, do you? it really depends. Like, if it's a, a fight, I just want to mash
1: through. I'll just mash a like. Yep. But if it's yep. one I'm I'm thinking about, like, I'll I'll use the buttons.
0: Yep. The touch I, power, I, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I always end up using it. It just, it just felt more natural for me, like using my thumbs there, and then being on the side. It it feels even more natural now. Um. So yeah, I really liked that as well. Uh, I've, it's gotten me really excited. Um. Definitely to get into it again and just lose hours upon hours in that, uh, another Pokemon game.
1: Yeah. There's, um, I the thing I found cute about it was when you go into the Pokemon Center to heal your Pokemon and mm. there's like a cafe to your left and like the Pokemon to the right. Yeah. And yeah. like the, own, the owners are kind of like, yeah, I'm just sort of minding the shop for a month until the owner gets back. I'm like, yeah, I get it. A month is when the yeah, game comes out. <laughs> rather, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> It was, yeah. Uh, it was it was really interesting. I, I'm very excited to get back into to Pokemon, um, with something that isn't just a, a like a, a remaster essentially or a, a, a re release, um, because I oh, mean when was X and Y like,
1: X and Y? Well, because last year was Ruby and Sapphire, so X and Y was the year before that. Well, technically
0: it wasn't even last year. It was two years ago because last year there was no Pokemon game.
1: Oh God! Oh, yeah, geez, you're right? That's oh. the thing. So that's that's oh. what I
0: mean. So it's been three years since we've had an uh, an original pokemon game. That's crazy. Um wow. <laughs> yeah, cuz last year was Yokai Watch. Um
1: Oh, that's right. It was Yokai Watch. Yep. Like they did the Yokai Watch thing. And now Yokai Watch is out again this year. Yeah. now doing the Pokemon thing with two different versions. Oh yeah, yep. Um Uh, interesting.
0: But yeah, I you know, we don't have long to wait now and I'm sure we'll do a very in-depth analysis of uh of Pokemon Sun and Moon oh, when yeah. it comes out. Oh, it's a guaran- it's guaranteed to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um absolutely but uh that's all that's pretty much all i've been playing this week um not a lot at all i had a you know whirlwind trip back to bendigo um played a little bit of smash brothers with you um smash I watched you eternal. play color smash as well A uh, color smash color splash rather man um, i'm about 25 hours into color splash at the moment and i've beaten three of the bosses yep uh, i'm still really enjoying that game what I watched, if you play it, I, it pretty much sold to me. I'm going to yeah. pick it up, I well, think, y- y- in the next few weeks. You had the,
1: the joy of watching me in, like, a stage. It wasn't just a simple platform stage. Like, I had to sort of problem-solve. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I, so um, it, I stand by it. Like, it's a good game, and if you're interested, definitely look into it. Fuck yeah, awesome. All right, Kyra, but what have you been playing this week? Well, uh, so I've also been playing the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo, which oh, I loved. Yes. Uh, I've, been curr- I've been checking in because there are, like, events that are... Well, not events, but, for example, today there was an NPC that if you talk to, like, he gives you 10 pretty wings, which are items you can carry over to the full game.
0: Oh, really? And a
1: couple of other NPCs mentioned things happening in, in like X amount of days, so yeah, okay. that's going to be interesting to see what that ends up being. Most likely just items you can carry across and give yourself a head start, but you know what? I'll take it. That's I didn't know though. That's really cool. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Yeah. No, there was a guy. No, I that's think, awesome. I think there was a like the, uh, there was an, an old guy on the beach. If you talk to him, he gives you okay. stuff. I don't. I can't remember exactly. But uh, keep uh, an eye uh, out if you if you got the Sun of Moon demo. Most like just use Serebi.net, Honestly, they're pretty good for it because that's what I do. Uh, uh, but apart from that, I've actually no no full new games yet. I've played a beta and a demo.
0: Okay, so cool. I, pl-
1: I, I, I not, the beta is essentially a demo or even a network test because that's all it was. Yeah, but, uh, on the weekend, uh, Dragon Ball Z Universe Two's open beta dropped.
0: Ah, awesome! And
1: as a crazy Dragon Ball Z fan myself, yes, I obviously checked it out because I surprisingly enjoyed the first universe after being pretty, pretty much done with Dragon Ball games because you know the right. story could only be told so many times. Yeah, it was an interesting it, way they decided to to deal with it, didn't they? Yeah, well, yeah, well, by by introducing time patrols and just essentially messing with a timeline yeah. was kind of fun and interesting and, to see certain characters in certain certain
0: situations, and being able to sort of insert yourself, well, you know, a, a version of yourself into the 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 Dragon Ball Z universe is kind yeah. of yeah.
1: Well, especially when you pick, you got to pick your race as well.
0: Yeah, it's really neat. So, Xenoverse two
1: basically is a lot like the universe one in that sense. Still pick your race from like the Saiyans, humans, Namekians, booze, uh, and the freezer race. Mm -hmm. Uh, you got got a decent pool of customization there, gender selection and all that. Yeah. Uh, combat's basically the same punching, kicking, but like supers and ultras are still triggered by like holding down shoulder buttons and pressing square triangle and whatever. Yep. Uh, just in general, the, the combat felt better. I felt it's like I was able, Yeah. Like, my combos felt more consistent. I don't remember exactly in Xenoverse 1 if I could hit multiple enemies with one attack, but you can in Xenoverse 2, so it was kind yeah. of fun to go into a pack of Cybermen and just start mashing punch and just punch, like, four Cybermen at once. It just kind of felt, <laughs> it felt like Dragon Ball, to be honest. Yeah, right. Uh, my favorite feature is something because I obviously, obviously play as a Freezer Race character because that's just, that's just me. It's who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, in Xenoverse 1, they got screwed over because they couldn't transform. Okay. But in this one, thanks, thanks, thank you to the almighty Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F movie. Oh, so uh, good. <laughs> it's a good movie. The it's Freezer really Race have gained the ability to turn golden. Oh, so fuck yes. They can transform, which is good. That's uh, really cool. Yeah, and the beta teases a lot of other stuff you'll be able to do as well. Like you can join, I guess, what a factions? Oh, I guess. okay. Like for example, uh, the example that I have is that I'm absolutely doing. Is in the full version, I can go and join the Freezer Force and, <laughs> and just fight for Freezer. I'm like, well, absolutely doing that. Yeah, you, well, you can, obviously you can do other stuff like you can uh, be Hercules' bodyguard and like earn stuff for that. And um, oh my god, yes, yeah, I know, right? Um, you can, please, you, you can go and uh, you've got to. You can go help Margin Boo like collect his and grow his family, which seems really weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but Ooh, if that's okay. your thing, then Hey, you go for it. Does it involve eating? I don't things. I don't know. I, it was all it said was this feature is available in the full game, and I didn't ask anything <laughs> else. Uh, <laughs> But overall, just from what I played of the beta, it looks like besides the main story stuff, there's going to be a lot of extra stuff to do okay. in, in addition to that. So that was cool. And it I it helps as well. I feel, I'm not sure if it's coming to PS3 and 360. I don't think okay. it is. But I think it's essentially the same engine. But without the restraints, I feel like it's running a lot better on not the current smooth, systems eh? now as well. Nice. So that, that was my weekend, basically, because it went up on the Saturday and I yep. played it. On Sunday and Monday. And then on Tuesday or Wednesday, the World of Final Fantasy demo went up.
0: Ah, no, I wanted to play this, but I I was too busy downloading fucking Batman Arkham Knight. So (laughs) I couldn't manage more than one download at once. So That's fair. Well, the best way to
1: sum up World of Final Fantasy... Is fan service basically right? Yeah, of course. Uh, it kind of feels like, sort of like Kingdom Hearts with some other stuff that's in it, in the sense that there's lots. There's a bit of crossover there. But okay. your characters, from what I can gather from the demo, catch the Final Fantasy monsters like Pokemon, oh, and sort of wow. use them in combat. Yeah. Okay, and, and like that—that's that, really cool. Honestly, I'm surprised. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Right. So. All the monsters in the Final Fantasy heroes that appear from the other games have a sort of, like, chibi-stylized, so... Yep. You won't be seeing any high-definition cloud strife just yet,
0: only his little chibi form. I love the chibi forms, though. They look great.
1: Yeah, they do. I I honestly... I'm a sucker for them. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, the... The demo sort of puts you in an area. I guess it called it's called a dungeon demo, but I don't know if it was really much of a dungeon. You sort of progress through some screens. There's a few Final Fantasy heroes you can talk to, like Lightning from 13, uh, Cloud from Seven, Squall from Eight. Uh, You know, there's a few in there, which was cool. And basically, they would give you items. They have they're all voice acted, and it it feels like a nice, fun way to celebrate Final Fantasy. The monster capturing I didn't get at first because, like obviously in Pokemon you get Pokeballs and you're good, you're fine. Right? Yeah, but in this you one, throw them in the Pokemon. Yeah, you you weaken it a bit, you throw a Pokeball, done. But in World of Final Fantasy, you have to meet certain conditions.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. So once you once you see a monster, I think if you have to defeat it as well, you'll get the ability to capture it. If you, right. if, you if this is your first time seeing it, you won't be able to catch it. As far as I could ever pull off. Uh, But once you scan the enemies, like using Libra, which is the Final Fantasy scan, you will be able to tell what their requirements are. And some of them are straightforward, like injure enemy to capture, like a Pokemon. Makes sense. But there's some other ones that involve you, like, use a fire attack on this monster to make it capturable. Yeah.
0: That's cool. I like that. Yeah,
1: it kind of it made me think a bit more about how to capture these things, as opposed to Pokemon, where something at a certain point you can just throw Ultra Balls and eventually you'll catch it. Eventually. So that was damage, sleep, (laughs) Pokeball. Exactly. It becomes a formula. Yeah. So that was sort of interesting. I was never really challenged at all by the game, but it's a demo, so you can only expect so much from it. Yeah. But it's definitely on my radar. Awesome, I
0: okay. Was, here's the thing I want to ask: uh, yeah. What's for someone like me who's like dabbled in Final Fantasy but not been a huge, like you know, like a big advocate or whatever for uh, for Final Fantasy games? Um, what's like the the level of uh, what's the barrier of entry like, basically? Well.
1: Since it's not really... It's not a mainline Final Fantasy, so you don't have to worry about any of the luggage that's going to come from the the canon main series. It's right. literally... From what I can tell, it's just cameos. I think okay. you visit some areas, so if you've played the games, you might get an extra ooh out of it. Right. But honestly, if you... If you're, even if you're just curious about Final Fantasy, you maybe want to interact with some of the characters and see if it's for you.
0: Mm-hmm. It might
1: be a good jumping-in point, but... You just have to remember that the Final Fantasy games don't play like, like this one that. plays. Really, like you don't right. capture monsters in majority of them, except for fucking Final Fantasy thirteen. Too. Oh, my god! <laughs> <sighs> it's okay. What? I try to forget the thirteen trilogy exists, but Square is so desperate to remind me. No, they, 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 hey, they love it, man. They love it. Hey, man, people love Lightning, or so, so they say. Apparently, yeah. If you sure, enjoy, if you enjoy Lightning, please don't take offense to that I don't like her that's my that's my <laughs> beef that's my beef right there I'm not a fan of her uh, but yeah like if you're curious about Final Fantasy I'd say even just check out the demo and see how you yeah. feel about it I might check
0: it out this weekend then
1: yeah for sure it's, it's not a huge demo I think it was only like 1.2 gig so it's not too bad oh that's not bad that's not bad yeah. at all but uh, that just about does it for what I've been playing Joel
0: awesome alrighty Karen. are we ready? it happened Joel it happened. Like, so many weeks of us saying, we get to the news topics and we're like, "No, what's happened this week. Well, fuck, a lot happened this week. This week's was, been busy. Yeah, two two very, very, very big and important things happened this week. Um, well, Three, technically, we'll touch on that with one of the questions we've got. But, Kyron, it's real. We've seen it. We've laid eyes on it via video form. Oh, boy.
1: Approximately three hours ago, nearly... Yep. ...the Nintendo NX changed. Yep. And it became the Nintendo
0: Switch. The Nintendo Switch. I love it. It's a name that I love, by the way. I love it. It's simple. It explains what the bloody thing does. Unlike we fucking U. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, and it had a very... Very, very stylish and very, very well put together uh, introduction video put together for it. Went for about three minutes. Yep. Had a nice song playing. Yeah.
1: It showed a bunch of different people using the hardware in different scenarios and situations like playing at home on the couch on your big TV or picking up the little... Because it's a hybrid. We can now say that definitively.
0: It is a hybrid. It is a hybrid. It is a hybrid console, handheld... Glorious
1: little thing that that can dock in and you can play your TV. So we know now.
0: Yep, and the video did such a good job of showing that. Yeah, there's only a few things that we're still a little iffy on, and that, like obviously that, it, and they're minor things. Um, but yeah, it showed it perfectly. It showed it in all the scenarios that you would generally be in where you'd want to sort of use those functionality, like uh, say, you know. The guy starts playing at home, and then he's like, "Oh, I've got to go catch my plane and go to the airport." So he lifts it off the little dock, connects the little controller uh, detachable side controllers to the side, um, whacks it in his bag. Off he goes. Goes to the airport, gets on the plane, um, detaches the controllers, plays with like plays a game with plugs some headphones in, plays a little game uh, on the on the plane. Um, that that excites me more than anything. Uh, just being able to this—it it, it, it does so many different weird things and 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 uh, and configurations, but it doesn't seem overwhelming and it doesn't seem cumbersome and it doesn't seem complex.
1: No, and and that's what I think is so good about it. But it's basically yep. you look at it and you can see you know what it is. You know what it is when you look at it. Yep. You can, it. Oh, I. It's such a amazing turnaround from what the wii u was as far as yeah. from even from reveal to what it became to how it performed
0: like yeah i feel so much more confident in the switch it seems like the switch seems like what they wanted the wii u to be yeah you know what i mean like it's it you know um like we were watching the easy allies covering it um before and after and they were saying about how you know the, one of the first questions when the Wii U got announced was like, oh, cool, so I can take that on the go with me, the gamepad. I can just take that with me and, and play it on the gamepad. And it's like, well, well, no. It's still going to be near the console to play. It's like, oh, well, then what's the point of it then? And it's like... See, that's the thing.
1: Like, if you go back and watch that first Wii U reveal trailer, the biggest mistake they make is it is constantly talking about the new controller, the new controller. And yep. then when you, when it ultimately was revealed as the Wii U... Everyone, and rightly so, would assume that that was a new controller for the Wii. The Wii, yeah, it was Absolutely. so
0: confusing. It was super confusing. I remember, like, I was—I actually was—for some reason—scroll back through our chat logs that we were uh, looking at um, when that got announced, and oh my God. and we were just like, "So is it?" Is it just a controller or is it is, it, is it a control is it a console? We don't actually know. What what is it what is it what does it do? And look it did some great things, like it did like, you know, the off T V play was a really cool idea, being able to play something like you're playing on your, your T V and like say your wife comes home or whatever and she's like, Oh, I wanna watch my show on T V and you're like, Cool, no worries. You just drop it down onto the gamepad, keep playing. Um, and most games had that functionality, which was really cool. Um But yeah, it just seemed like it was being held back. uh, And the Switch seems to solve a lot of those
1: problems. I mean, obviously another issue a Wii U had just in general was a lack of support. But, you know, uh, it seems like, based on the announcement, Switch not going to have that issue just yet. A lot of people on board. There's a, a lot, lot of people. people on board. There's a long list here. I'm only going to rattle off a few that interest me. If there's any of it interests you, Joel, feel free to chime in. Yeah, yeah, but sure. in particular, it's good to see Activision on board. That's always yep. a good sign. Yeah, exactly. There's a, a uh, wide range of things there. Obviously, it's amazing to see Atlas. You know, oh, they make, my God, Yeah, They make fun stuff. Persona, Shin Megami Tensei. Just rub it in my face. Yes. Uh, Bethesda was a big one.
0: Now, and that was a thing. Bethesda was not only announced as a, a developer who was on board with the NX. Oh, there's number one, Karen. I told you I was going to do it. There's number one. God, Nintendo, it's the Switch, Joel. The Switch. It's time to make
1: um, the Switch from NX to Switch.
0: Kyron, my, my, my incoherent ramblings about the the quote-unquote NX in the past are, are taking its toll on me now. Make um, the Switch. It's going to be an adjustment period, man. Um, so, it... In the video for the Nintendo Switch, um, they showed a few gameplay videos, and one in particular that caught everyone off uh, by surprise was the fact that Skyrim was playing on the Switch. I was I was definitely surprised. I had no idea. That was that. That's a big one. That's a big and um, arguably one of it the best to make games that sells. So yeah, exactly. Well, arguably one of the biggest and successful success story. Games of the past, you know, decade or ten years or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it was it was huge when it came out. Everyone played it. I, mean, I didn't play it, but like everyone was playing Skyrim. People who didn't play video games normally were playing Skyrim. Like it was, it was a, it was a huge phenomenon. Curse you, um,
1: Skyrim! Yeah, like Dark Souls you know.
0: was robbed. <laughs> but yeah, to see this running on Nintendo hardware, and presumably the 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 remastered version. I would
1: I would assume it's the remastered version. It would be very strange for it not to be.
0: It it like it looked good as it well. Did like look it looked pretty. So like
1: uh, I mean, like that's huge. It's that alone is huge. It's crazy because that means you can play
0: Skyrim wherever you want it. Like wherever yeah. you are, just whip yeah. it out, play some Skyrim. And they showed that like that, that. What I was saying before about like you know the guy going to the airport, jumping on a plane, and playing on the plane. That's what he was playing. He was playing Skyrim on a fucking plane, uh, not on a gaming laptop, and playing it at like mid-range settings. It was it was a console experience that he was playing on a fucking plane. It's crazy, but, but, but this, this is the future, Kyron. We're living in the future.
1: I love it. It's true. Do you know the best thing about this list I'm looking at, Vogel? The best oh, yes, thing, oh, besides yes. besides like you know Square Enix. Spike Chunsoft, Sega, Platinum, all those, all the usual soft things. Fucking From Software. From Software. That, now that is a big one. That is a big one. The idea that I could play, I mean, there's no, obviously there's no guarantee this is what's going to happen because From Software make more than one game, but I want to live in a world where I can whip out my Switch in a queue and just play some Dark Souls. Just, just casually, just cheeky Dark Souls.
0: Yep. You know, that's, that's for, that's the future right there. That's like, what it is. That that idea sounds great in theory, but I, I've seen you and I myself have played Dark Souls and Bloodborne and and, and from Software Games. They're the type of games you don't want to play for like half an hour and then put down. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see long plane trips and long like if you had like a two hour train ride or something like that. Like if you're coming down to Melbourne, fuck yeah, that'd be great. But it's the type of game where you're like, I want to set aside at least three hours for this.
1: Oh, yeah. For this Look, session. mate, there'll be, there'll be battery packs for Switch to make sure it runs wrong, runs longer.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just in general, as I wasn't even talking about, like, you know, battery life and things. We'll touch on that, I guess, surely. But it, in terms of the fact that it's the type of game that it is, but I think just having that option is, is enough to be exciting, like, I could do this if I want to. That's... I have that power in my hand right now. Oh, Karen. It's... It's exciting. Like, I
1: I was so happy... Like, grinning from ear to ear watching that three-minute video the whole time.
0: Yep. We watched it about, like, five or six times. Like, just over and over. It was... Oh... I watched oh it before God. we
1: started recording again as I was writing down notes. I'm like, I'm just going to watch this video again. <laughs> it was so good.
0: I'd already turned my TV off. Otherwise, I probably would have done the same thing. Um, so, uh, speaking of games, the things that we know are going to be on it, oh, um, oh. we don't know a lot. But from the the, the trailer, um, as we said, Skyrim was running on it. Um, the first thing that you see in uh, being played on it was... Uh, legend of zelda breath of the wild makes sense um yep that's 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 pretty much a given uh we 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 knew that was happening before we even knew what the switch was um (laughs) so that's that's great to see that running on that um there was also like an nba game as well um could be like one of the 2k like 2k 17 or whatever could be one of those games um or it could be a completely other one but it was like a you know pretty good looking, uh, NBA game, uh, Mario Kart, and Splatoon, as well, which, from what we can tell, look like, so, the Mario Kart one was a big one for me, I, I missed the, 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 the Splatoon pickup, but, um, but Mario Kart, I was like, oh, cool, it's Mario Kart 8, so, like, you know, backwards compatibility with Wii U games, great, you know, Look at that! It's it's Mario Kart Eight. Until you guys pointed out to me that uh, there were a few things that were a little different. So in the corner there was two items. It seemed like you could switch between. Um, so that alone was interesting, and the fact that King Boo was a playable character and in the past has not been playable. I don't think from memory. No, as, as far as I'm I am aware, he hasn't been added as
1: DLC yet. So in fact, yeah. And that's definitely there for that reason, right? To make you think
0: about that. But wait, that's this is Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but everything else made it look like Mario Kart Eight. The 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 core playing on the uh, the UI, all that looked like Mario Kart Eight. Um, so whether or not they're going to do like you know, that that's the incentive for buying a new copy of the game is like, all right, we've put some extra stuff in there. And not just some extra, you know, costumes or whatever. We've put a character in there. We've got this ability to switch between items. Who knows what else is going to be in there? Uh, and Splatoon did the same thing, didn't it?
1: Yeah, well, this is... I, again, I didn't notice this for the first time. I noticed it the second time, as when like when going through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some different
0: hairstyles on a couple of those Inklings. Yeah, right. And I went, when I went back and looked at it again, yeah, I, I picked up on that as well. I was like, okay... All right. So
1: I remember hearing a while ago that when the Switch came out, when mm-hmm. back when it was known as the NX, yes, there were lots of rumors about obviously Wii U ports, you know, making the jump purely yep. because the Wii U just didn't do well, but yep. had some solid games, right? So it makes sense that you would want to, you know, bring some of those across, exactly. And, Splatoon was definitely one of the names thrown around, so I was ready to see some sort of Splatoon title. But, I mean, honestly, I had no idea that would include new stuff. And here's the thing. We don't know if it is the Wii U one or a new one. It's just it is a Splatoon game on the Switch. There's some different hairstyles in it. That's
0: that's our knowledge right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, I mean, if that's the case, that's that's interesting. Very interesting. There are plenty
1: of Wii U games I would love to see... Enjoy a new life on the Switch. Yeah. Like Bayonetta 2. Huh. Joel. Joel, Bayonetta 3. Believe. Believe. Yes.
0: Yes. You got to believe, Joel. I... Dude, I believe. I I (laughs) believe. So hard, man. Um... But yeah, so uh, let's talk a little bit about the the actual look of the console itself. I mean, it's obviously hard whoa, whoa. to do. What, Joel, it... Joel, Joel, wait, Joel, Joel, Joel. Oh yeah, sorry guys, you forgot to mention le- my point that I was leading up to with uh, the things that we saw in the trailer was was uh, for this.
1: There's a new Mario game, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, new I'm, Mario. All we know is that it looks pretty. Uh, it looks like a you know a Mario sixty four esque game.
1: Oh, uh,
0: and that's about it. that's all we know but what we saw of it looks really really good it was like
1: it was maybe a couple of seconds but I'm yep. really excited to see that game
0: I, I just love how like with the Skyrim thing and the new Mario game they were just so casual about it they're just it's like, like, like yeah, yeah. Skyrim they didn't make they didn't go and now I was using Skyrim and old new Mario it was like yeah this, here's the console playing it's like oh was that a new Mario oh my god go back go back that was a new Mario game. <laughs> yeah, like it just was just like so cash. just felt, dropping it in there. The video felt confident. Yeah, like yeah.
1: typically, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember exactly what the hardware reveals for
0: Xbox and Sony were, but they certainly weren't that streamlined. No, no, and that's the thing that Nintendo's been doing lately with all of their announcements is, is, is streamlining it, not like making a big deal out of it, but not making a big deal out of it if that well, makes sense. Like
1: heck, we learned this was happening probably 12 hours before it actually happened.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, this is this is amazing. Like instead of having like this big hype and this goes back to the whole argument about whether or not hype is a good thing or not. Yes it is, but not drawn out over an extended period of time. Um to announce and go like cuz we we had speculation for a while that you know October was going to be the time we hear about the uh, the the switch or the a NX lot as we of, knew it as A then. lot of signs were pointing towards late October. Yeah, exactly. So like and, and then the fact that you know we woke up today and there was messages going, oh yeah by the way there's um there's an NX video coming tonight. Just a 3 minute 3 minute tra- trailer. And it'll be out tonight. And everyone went, hang on, what? Sorry, go back on that one. Like the, <laughs> like the actual trailer itself. was it's like, hang on, whoa, 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 rewind, rewind. Let's go over this again. Wait, you're going to show us what it is. For realsies. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Yeah, just a three minute video. But yeah, we're going to show you what it is. Uh, and even then, we didn't know whether or not we were going to see a lot. But we saw a lot. Like, we saw how it works. We and saw we- it.
1: I did not, like, I was expecting it to be one of those sort of, like, one of their little skits where, like, Bill or yeah. Reggie might come out and, they'd, like, do a little a gag and be like, oh, here's the Switch or whatever it was going to oh, be called Kyren. and, like, show some gameplay and stuff like
0: that. Karen, I can't wait for the inevitable Nintendo Direct where they actually do do that. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, oh, Bill, Reggie's lost half the controller like, and Bill's Bill's mad. Bill's mad about it. He's hey, not man, happy. Hey, Bill's the one who always messes up because <laughs> <Yeah>. Bill. <laughs> but it's time to switch it up, Karen.
1: Oh. Right. I see
0: what you're Right.
1: I'm. I'm picking up what you're putting down.
0: Yeah, see? And they're just crazy enough to do that. Like, that's that's the type of shit they'd pull, and we just go, yes, please. Please and thank you. I would like some more.
1: That's just because it feels sometimes like Nintendo's gone a little bit loopy, and oh, apparently yeah. it's working for them, because, yeah, yeah, the Switch
0: reveal was great. It was so good. Uh, um, and it was different to the, the way that they, uh, in, in a way, the way they have revealed certain things in the last 12 months or so. Because, like you said, they had a lot of those like little uh, skits between uh, Reggie and Bill and, and, and whatnot. Um, and even she as well got involved in like the Star Fox one from last year. Um, so uh, it was good to see this sort of very sleek, uh, dare I say it, Apple-esque
1: video. Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo has obviously been, they've been gunning for the position of Apple in the video game market.
0: Yep, yep. This could do it for him. This could do it for him. It's the actual real- hardware itself looks very sleek and very streamlined. It's almost well, it's very
1: simple. Like you have a hard, mm. you have the, the portable device, which is a screen. Yep. Two controllers can snap into that. Mm. Or at home, you can slot it into the dock, which then sends the image to the TV. Uh-huh. And you can take those little two detachable ones, like controllers off there and slot them onto another device or use a more classic like pro controller like it's it's really, really? simple and if you say that yeah. to someone they'll know what you mean it ah oh, it, it seems like a silly thing to be like oh thank god nintendo announced something that made sense but it's just a relief honestly
0: no yeah exactly like it was no like you said this to me as well there was no real gimmick the The main gimmick of it wasn't even a gimmick it was it was functionality.
1: It felt um, like it felt like progress based on the fact that Nintendo had been working on rolling their like home console and handheld development studios into one.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it just makes sense. Hard, hard, like handheld's been their strongest point. Home consoles have been like falling behind, but they can't constantly bank on handheld because mobiles always there, so yeah, push them together, right. focus your teams like we're going to see Pokemon games on our TV now. That's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's good. I mean, we've known that for a little while now, but now we know exactly how it's going to go down. Pretty much, like it's, it's man, this is crazy. It's it's crazy that it, it, it's a real thing, for starters. It's a thing that exists, and we know what it is now. We yeah, I can't make any. I had a con Current, we might as well pack up shop. I'm out of I'm out of material for like the rest of the podcast. <laughs> no more no more NX jokes, Joel. No, no. And it, it didn't look like the Springfield Mystery Spot. I'm disappointed. Nope. But it, it, it's been switched up. Now we can make whoa. switch jokes. Oh, so many switch jokes. So many Will Smith oh. jokes.
1: Do you think eh. it's gonna have a <laughs> I I saw tweets about that moments after the video finished. Oh god, it was just, a given.
0: It was a given. <sighs> You classic needed to have
1: classic that. internet,
0: never, never stop. You know, being you, internet. Just before you go on speaking about the internet, um, if, if you didn't see the the way that they revealed, um, that they were going to do a reveal tonight, oh God. um, there was a, a picture they put up or over all social medias, and it was like, it was like, you know, you know, we're going to talk about the next tonight. It's going to be a three minute video, and it and it was this picture of Mario peeking out from behind the curtain, and like a just a weirdly large-headed mario as well like he just looked weirdly out of proportion right it was i'm not wrong in saying that yeah um but look within hours the internet had taken it and there's even there's already a template to make memes with it um the best one of which i saw um involved uh, the red dead 2 had like the picture of Red Dead Redemption 2 and it just had Mario peeling back the curtain just peeking his head out behind it um i that made me laugh a lot <laughs> so uh yeah that was great
1: uh internet we love you internet internet yeah like i said never stop being you mm. anyway i was going to ask you. do you think do you think they're going to ditch touchscreen like there was no sign of anyone touching the screen there wasn't. in that video there's look, uh, rumors yeah. that it'll have, like, a touchscreen, but, you know, we're still, like, rumors are rumors, and yeah. no one touched the
0: screen in that video at any point. No, 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 no they didn't. Um, look, I don't think it's completely out of the question. I think it's definitely going to, I, I it, it's definitely probably 75% likely it's going to happen. That would that, be my guess, that there would be some sort of touch input as well. Um, the screen real estate on it is large enough where it would, you know, be okay. It's it's hard to say how big the screen's kind of like, maybe I want to say like an iPad mini almost maybe a little bit yeah. thinner, like a bit like narrower. Um, it's def it's definitely bigger than the Vita screen for sure yeah yeah it's bigger than the the wii u screen for sure i reckon as well Ooh, oh yeah i'm looking at my wii u
1: now and i think you might be right i'm trying to yeah p- like picture it in my hands
0: like it's it's like the same I for me it's like the same as the wii u but more screen and less black border
1: yeah it's it's yeah. as you said it's sleeker they've trimmed yeah. the fat it helps yep. not having the sensor bar on the top as well yeah exactly
0: um there's less stuff in there they need to cram in um no I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if that's the case uh, if they are going down the route of uh combining uh console and handheld together in one glorious union um I mean the 3DS has been like touching is good from the DS days Kyron like that was that oh, was I remember, the thing I remember touching is good yeah, oh, boy, that was that was the thing uh and uh there's a game called project rub i mean oh god (laughs) yeah man like that was that was a that was they were banking hard on that um but yeah like i i I think especially because it has that sort of mobile tablet look to it uh, i don't think it's going to be like you know you won't need the controller side bits you can just use virtual controls like that's not going to be a case um but I think there'll be some sort of touch elements in it, like, you know, say in Zelda, like you need to draw something, or, you know, in, I don't know, the new Mario thing, you well, need to
1: at, actually, touch it's, a gate. It's funny you mention that, because the Wii U Breath of the Wild does use the tablet, like the gamepad. It does, doesn't it? like that. I don't know, I can't remember like specifics, but it uses
0: the gamepad pretty heavily. Yeah, actually, do you remember, like, looking at the videos back, back at those videos of Breath of the Wild, the tablet... That's in the game, like they sh- like what is it called? The, oh, the, the actual the she- item, the Sheikah something. It's like the Sheikah stone or the Sheikah, Sheikah, Sheikah slab or something. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's it kind of, I don't know, in my head, it kind of looks like the like the the switch, like the screen. I mean, looks it's like it's hard to
1: say because the gamepad has a screen as well, so it could be that, but it's yeah. Yeah, like that. Actually, now you, now you've, you've reminded me of that. Yeah, like, there's a good chance it will have touch controls. It's just interesting that it was not shown. I guess like, they really, they were really just focusing in on what it mainly does, and anything yeah. else will come later. Exactly. Yeah, they, they
0: were like, "This is what it looks like. This is how it works. This is a new Mario game. End. That's it. This is a new Mario game. It has Mario Kart. It has Splatoon. Here's Zelda, and there's Skyrim. Bam. Yeah. Yeah." Um, just speaking about the Splatoon thing for a little bit as well like it was interesting the way that they they used Splatoon they were uh, it was a good chunk of the video was heavily emphasizing sort of like an eSports uh, tone to it um, I thought it was really interesting because Nintendo and eSports are not something you would normally put together apart from Smash Brothers as I was um, Nintendo has has in the past
1: lent support to like pro Smash tournaments
0: yep but, uh, but it's yeah. not like the go-to for, for, for esports. Um,
1: uh, um, ESL is like an, an esports league, the mm-hmm. world's lar- largest competitive gaming platform. In their yep. own words, right? Uh, has Splatoon stuff,
0: right? Okay. So
1: there is there is definitely like Splatoon has been making moves. Like it's it's getting there, and Nintendo clearly sees that. And has seen what that sort of a, like spotlight can do for a game and they might be looking to capitalise on it.
0: Yeah. And I I mean Splatoon is the perfect game for it as well. I mean Smash Brothers goes without saying, but it's already you know, that's been the one that's been there for a little while well, and I'm sure they'll continue Spl- to support that.
1: Splatoon is their Overwatch, basically.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um they can't. Yeah, really cool. yeah. I mean it's oh, really Oh, so much interesting stuff came out of that three minutes. I am so high on
1: Nintendo right now that oh, I yeah. will never come down until I have a Switch in my
0: hands. Oh, so, uh, day day one, <laughs> day one. Well, hey, we should we should talk about that. Day I, one is going to be March 2017.
1: Yeah, March 2017. It's, it's when it's coming out. No exact date, so it could be early March. It could be late March. It could be mid March. But sometime within those. Thirty-one days, which basically also means that that is like as we assumed is when you'll be able to pick up Zelda Breath of the Wild as well, because that was simultaneously mm-hmm. for Wii U and NX. Yep. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I said you NX. Did it.
0: Oh, you did it, Korn. Ah, not making the we're switch. One, we're we're one all at the moment. Oh, great. Uh, Even didn't someone keep a tally of that, I'm dragging it back down to my
1: level. Oh, god. But yeah. I normally would just be like, I'm not
0: pre-ordering that, but I, I, I'm i going to pre-order that. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm probably going to as well. I just got my tax return. That was the the best and worst time to get that come through. I'll just strut into EB Games tomorrow and be like, one Switch, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and slam the pre-order deposit on the table.
0: I'm ready to make the Switch, oh. sir.
1: See, look at that. We've got plenty of Switch material coming up. That's fine. That's
0: right? true, actually. Yeah, we're, we're, no we're all set. Rest yep. in peace,
1: NX, Long live the Switch.
0: Yep, we're all switched on, Karen.
1: We're switched on. We've made the Switch.
0: Yep. Switch, Switch. Yep. Will Smith. Anyway, switch.
1: Anyway, as much as I love talking about the Nintendo Switch, uh, did you want to talk about? Do you want to amazing. talk about
0: the, the 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 tech behind it as well? Maybe.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good point. I guess we should mention that because yeah, uh, whilst we have no specs, like of mm-hmm. course, like it was, the video was again focused on what it does. What we do know is that Nvidia has confirmed that the system is powered by a custom Nvidia Tegra like chip, so that's cool. That's kind of cool. Nvidia, they know their stuff. Yeah, and again, this was something that had been talked about prior to release, so it's not really very surprising. But it's still good to know. Yeah, apart from uh, that, it's good. Yeah, apart from that, there are just a couple of rumors still like nipping at the bud. It suggested its battery life could be around four hours without charge, Solid. And about twenty-four hours whilst on standby, which is you know it's about what I would expect, honestly. Yeah,
0: that's that's probably maybe on par, I'd say, with the three DS.
1: Yeah, uh, um, maybe a little bit less than the three DS. But the most interesting thing is there's there's still rumors that it's going to be region free. Oh. which that would be so good if they just did it like just do it Nintendo just take the plunge I mean take the plunge be region free yeah. everyone else is now like Sony I'm, and Microsoft both are so just do it and there's one other important thing that we forgot to mention Karen it's cartridge base it is carts are back
0: yep cartridge goodbye discs see you later laser discs we got cartridges now so we got cartridges and digital distribution I'm sure they're gonna double down on that as well um, <laughs> for sure yeah. Uh, th- brilliant. Brilliant. It makes so much sense. People are like, well, oh, it's so old- old-fashioned and old school. It's like, no, it makes sense. Have you seen how how much space they can cram into a fucking flash disk these days? It makes so much sense. Can you, can you imagine how much bigger that would have had, like a handheld would have had
1: to have been if it used disks? Oh like, God, yeah. And yeah. then imagine reading the disks as you were moving
0: around. Like, oh, yeah. forget that. Carts. Carts are good. And that's, that's extra moving parts that you need to put into it as well. That's yeah. extra things that generate heat. It's going to like heat up like crazy. That would have... oh, would be a nightmare. Do you, do you know what I like the
1: most about that? Mm. I'm going to see Skyrim on a cartridge. That's <laughs>
0: fucking mind-blowing. That like, is just the coolest. Skyrim.
1: I oh. nearly want to buy it on Switch just to have it on a cart.
0: That's... Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. <laughs> that amazing. makes me so happy. I was oh. going to buy the Skyrim Remaster in a couple, like like next week. I was going to pick it up for me and my wife to play. Because, as I said, I'd never played it. And my wife's got it interested in playing those types of games. And specifically, she's been eyeing that one off. But now I'm just going to be like, no, honey, we're holding off. Holding off till March. Because what, what are you doing, Joel? We're making the switch. 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 Making a switch. Flipping the switch.
1: Flipping the switch. Oh,
0: God. Yep. There's
1: <laughs> All another right, one. Look. Speaking of making the switch, we're going to make the switch on topics as much as it uh, it hurts because I want to talk about the switch forever. Yes, but something
0: happened afterwards, Joel. Oh, no! More than an hour later, Kyron, I'm oh like, oh my god, oh my god. So, so early on, no okay, hour- should, okay, we, okay, should yeah, we, set, we set the scene? We'll back it up. The we'll, we'll, I'll set. I set the tone for the, the, the situation uh, earlier on this week. Uh, Rockstar Games changed uh, all their social media photos. Uh, like their their profile pictures and things like that To a very distinct shade of red hmm, <clears throat> uh, a, 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 And a very distinct looking kind of vibe to it It was just the Rockstar logo And the fucking internet lost its damn mind And so did I I was part of that um, I was there I lost my mind Oh yeah uh, A day later They updated it again With that same red familiar background with uh, the picture of a setting sun, uh, a rolling hill, and seven gentlemen of the Wild West walking towards the camera, silhouetted. It was
1: then that we knew,
0: Joel. Yep. Red Dead Redemption 2 was... or uh, Red Dead Redemption something was happening. Red, Red Dead something. Red Dead something was happening. Um, and I... Just lost it. I was so... I was beside myself. Um, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was a thing. I was out with a friend. um, I was DJing at a club. Just hanging around with him. He also plays video games as well. And we're like... I I got the message from you. And I was like... No fucking way. No. no. What? No. No. Oh my god. Um, uh, And along with that picture they released. They said... Uh, I don't know. A day later, after that, they finally came out and said, "Red Dead Redemption Two, Fall 2017, which is our spring uh, in Australia."
1: So, like this and, time next year, basically. Yeah,
0: basically a year away. And stay tuned for a trailer, incoming Thursday, uh, at you know a specific time and all your your different uh, time codes and whatnot. Oh, boy, Kyron. Oh, boy. And that time ended up being an hour after the NX Switch reveal. I'm up two now. I'm up to two. Um, (laughs) I've taken the lead again. Uh, Yeah, so it was an hour after the Switch reveal. Um, So, yeah, we we stuck it out, which is why we're so late uh, putting together our podcast tonight. Um, And we're a little bit scatterbrained because we've had a lot of big information come in. And that uh, the trailer came out. Um It was a short it one. Was, I was like, it was short but it was it sweet. It was short. It was short but sweet. Uh, very, very sweet, Kyron. Very, 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 very sweet. Here's
1: here's the thing. How the hell did Rockstar make things look that good?
0: Oh my god, like <laughs> oh it looks stunning. It did. I, it just looked mind-blowingly stunning. Uh, and you you said a, a, quite an interesting thing to me as well when we were watching it, I think the second or third viewing of it. Um, you said that this is the first time Rockstar have made something for current-gen only. Yeah. That wasn't so, you know, because GTA V was made for 360 and PS3. And that game still looked fucking stunning on those consoles. Um, and it looked a little bit better on... Um, on the PS4 and the Xbox One, uh, It looked amazing on PC, but that's PC, obviously.
1: But even um, then, like even though it looked amazing on PC, it was still a game built for you know last gen hardware.
0: Yeah, you could see you could see the the the, the, the you know the edges of it. But so Red Redemption Two, man, oh man, Jesus, those environments! And it, so it was basically just a whole lot of environments and setting up their world um, for. You know, some sort of future announcement I guess they're gonna say when we get into uh, knowing about who the game's gonna be about. Um but it just looked gorgeous. The lighting effects, um the the, the varied environments as well. Oh, man, um the sky boxes. Oh Jesus, that one with the, 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 campfire, the campfire and the starry oh. oh god, the starry skies looked so good. Looked amazing. Like oh. it's just Oh boy, I'm so excited for that game Kyron, and I know nothing about it. And um, there was a lot of there was a lot of fear that maybe
1: they would take it further down the online online only road because yeah. GTA 5 online has done so well for them.
0: Yeah, and it's great. Like we played our fair share of it on yeah. PS3 and PS4. We went like we I rebought that game so we could play it again. Like it's good, it's fun, but It's a lot of fun
1: i'm happy to say by the sound like we had was like a line or two of dialogue in there that really makes me think we're going to get a story like yep. a single player story which is good yep
0: and the fact that it is called red dead redemption 2 it is like you know rockstar games presents red dead redemption 2 not red dead online or anything like that so that's something sure, i find yeah.
1: interesting so it's red dead redemption 2 but uh-huh. you know that implies obviously it's a uh, a successor in some form to the first Red Dead Redemption. Uh-huh. Do you think it'll be a prequel or a sequel or like take place at the same time in a different place? Or how do you think now, it's going to
0: go down? This is the interesting thing. So we watched a very in-depth analysis of the trailer <laughs> afterwards from the guys at Easy Allies. Um, and they raised a, quite a few good points um, th- to, to allude that it could go either way, really. Um, Things like, uh, in some of the, the shots, there were street lamps with, like, light bulbs, so that implies that electricity is invented, and is being used as, like, you know, not just a luxury, as a thing, like a, you know, a a city function, um, so there's, there's that kind of thing, like, things like costuming as well, like, you know, the, the different outfits that people were wearing seemed a little bit more modern, I guess, um, but it could also mean that could also mean that um, it's just in a different area than the first Red Dead took place in, and it might be yeah. a little bit more progressed, um, technology uh, technologically, um, in, f- in terms of fashion and things as well. So uh, it's so hard to say. Um, yeah, like
1: again, Rockstar are very very clearly intentionally just being vague because it's what they oh, do. They, yeah. they put this one minute video out, and then it's going to be like ha ha. Enjoy that one, internet, and be quiet for the next six months.
0: They've, they've pretty much already, like, cemented their spot on everybody's, like, game of the year for next year. Like, oh, at least Joel. on short lists. So that's going to be next year's game of the year. I'm scared. Oh, man. We're going to far out. We've got a lot of things, that, like, sequels yep. to games that and franchises that we like a lot as well i'm scared so i don't want to think about game of year next year just yet i'm scared but but i mean it's a rockstar game like and it's a it's a sequel to a rockstar game that had a very interesting and very very well put together storyline um i like i adore red dead redemption i spent so much time in that world um my wife who was my girlfriend at the time but she used to like she said to me, she's like, I just want to watch you play this game. Like, I just enjoy sitting and watching you play this game because it's just so amazing to look at. It's so stunning. It's interesting to to see these characters and the way they interact with the world. Um, and it looks like hopefully we're going to get more of that. Um, that final shot of, like, the seven of them riding off on the yeah. horses. They oh. are sticking to
1: that seven-character rule, although I guarantee
0: they'll all be dead. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Everyone no. Everyone is making dying. it to the end of that. Yeah. No one's making it to the end of that. Um, maybe one of them, if we're lucky, um maybe. is making it to the end of that. Uh I I just I don't know. I think I, I personally think they're gonna go down like the, the GTA route of things where it's like, you know, yes, it's Red Dead Redemption two, but we're just gonna explore the world. We're gonna go to a different location we're going to be in this area now and we're going to follow the story of these seven guys
1: and i don't know like i i agree in a way but that redemption 2 part implies a whole lot yeah i know it's probably just because like red dead redemption is the six like the form that franchise has existed in yeah but it hasn't enjoyed like because no one talks about revolver no 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 exactly
0: and not fondly anyway like it's it's not a great game by any stretch of the imagination It's 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 okay at best um especially compared to red dead redemption like it's just it's it's a whole other ball game but yeah i don't know and the fact that it's like seven people and they're emphasizing the fact that it looks like they're a gang um and we know that john marsden in his past had you know he was he ran with a pretty rough and tumble crew so, I mean, it could very well be a prequel, and it could very well be John Marston we're playing as again. No,
1: see, that's the thing. If if it is a prequel, I don't want to play as John Marsden. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like I'd, I'd be more interested in seeing his character from someone else's
0: eyes this time around. That'd right be now. interesting. That'd Especially be really if it's cool. a prequel. Like, yeah, I don't know. See, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so current let's get on the, the, specul- the speculation train here and I emphasise train um uh. okay so GTA 5 introduced heists right? Yeah. Uh. equally one of my favourite parts of that game easily one of my favourite parts of that game like in single player and online it, th- both of those were so much fun I had so much fun Planning those heists and seeing them go horribly wrong with you. Oh, they went and, and so wrong. So many so of it, So many times. It's like, there was oh, one that went God. fucking perfect, and we nailed it. One of us almost died, but we nailed it. It was. Mm, um, but yeah, and it, even the single player campaign, having to like do like the sort of the, the setup missions to get the stuff that you needed to do the final big heist. Um, I loved that imagine that in the wild west all right planning a train robbery where you have to strategically go all right cool we're going to rob this train there's going to be this type of people on this this certain distinguished members going to be on there and they're going to be carrying this certain thing that's what we want there's going to be guards there's going to be police there might be it's you know it's like it's a it's a two in the afternoon train so it's going to be like maybe there's going to be some kids some women and children on there do we care about that? Like, maybe not that in depth, but you know what I mean? Like, having to take into fact, like, consideration all these different factors and, and planning out the perfect train robbery, um, that makes me so excited. Like, that would be amazing. The heists were definitely one of the strongest points of GTA
1: V, so I would mm-hmm. love to see it. I mean, it's fair it shouldn't be. We'll be back.
0: Yeah. But I would love to see him come back. So good. Now, Do you think we're going to be able to switch between all seven characters?
1: Oh, God, I really hope not. Seven Mm. is a lot. It's a lot of people to keep track of.
0: Here's a thought that I had about that. Oh, no. You're going to Um, argue in favour of it, aren't you? No, no, I'm not. In a way, yes, but not really. So imagine if the game was broken up into, like, eight acts, okay? Mm. And each one you played as, like, you know, that like a certain character from that gang, and then the final act was, like, the build-up to the said train robbery. So, like, you got to know these characters and how they, like, met the other people in the gang and then, like, you do a few things all together as part of that one. And it's like them... You sort of get all their stories and you play separately. You can't freely switch between them, but you have, like, separate parts where you play as a different character. What do you think about that?
1: I'm always so torn on that method of delivering a story it can be done really well if done you know right but it can also go wrong as well Uh, i really like if i'm gonna get to know a character i like to spend a prolonged amount of time with them that's a good point but again like rockstar they just they somehow made the
0: character switching work yeah in gta 5 I, i it's easily one of my favorite parts about that game as well like, the heists, yeah. yes, and the, the fact that you had three very different characters that you switched between and played and sort of interacted with the characters that were in their own personal lives, uh, and with with each other as well. Well, even nothing, Yeah, There's nothing better than switching to Trevor, and then, like, him waking up in a dress in the middle of the desert with a bottle of whiskey in his hand, and you're like, how the fuck did he get here? Like... I love that idea.
1: I was gonna say I love the the when you would swap to say it was a mission that had Michael and Trevor, and you know you would normally start it as Michael, but if you started it as Trevor, you would come into that scene where he came in in the other mission video, like so. There's like I'm trying to think of there's some examples, but like there's one where Michael's just having a conversation or an argument in his house, and Trevor bursts in. Yep. Like if you are playing as Trevor When you start that mission You burst in when Trevor
0: bursts in And I was right.
1: like that's really cool
0: Yeah they did some really cool stuff with that And it, like on paper that should not have worked That whole three characters thing Should not have worked That was worrying when I first heard about that I was like oh I don't know how this is going to go down But it, it worked and they executed it perfectly um, That rockstar I mean, magic Yeah I mean anything's possible Oh Kyron I'm so excited for that game I am. I just. I am so excited to go back to Rockstar's Wild West. Like, I just Grand Theft Stagecoach. I just. I love it so much. There was just something about it that was because it was. It just. It was GTA in the Wild West, but it was so such a different experience to what GTA was at that time as well. Um, GTA Five sort of took a little bit of things on board from Red Dead, and still had its own sort of like flavour to it as well, and still had that classic GTA feel to it. But at the time Red Dead was this very quite serious and very somber tale almost. Um so I'm excited to see where they're gonna go with another one. Well settle in, it's gonna be a wait. Oh it's gonna be long. <laughs> you know, this time next year. This time next year hopefully I'll have I'll have my switch in hand. I'll have Red Dead Redemption 2 Oh, Karen. 2017 is a year of dreams. Yep, year of dreams. Calling it, calling it. And On top of country. that, we got like Mass Effect Andromeda as well. That's gonna be a thing that happens next year. Persona five, man, in February. Persona five, like, oh boy. oh boy. Anyway, that that's like that's it. Those are the two big things that happened. That's this week. our news topics. Like, there's been some other stuff that's happened this week, but nowhere near. Nothing as interesting as those two. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they all. God no. Don't come close. God no. Shall we dive into some questions, Claren?
1: Yeah, sure thing, man. We'll jump right into the questions.
0: Let's do it. Alrighty. So, yeah.
1: Ooh. Our first question comes from not half bad again. Yes. Uh he asks us and this is in relation to one of the things we were gonna talk about, so we'll roll it into this discussion. Exactly. He asks us, hey guys, with the Sombra ARG countdown over, but basically no new info revealed, what do you think of this Overwatch ARG? Do you what do you think of ARGs in general? Do you have a favorite? Or do you think they're they're ineffective marketing? I like ARGs. I like them. Look, I'd... I here's the thing with ARGs. I think that they are a good idea. If mm-hmm. they are done well. Yeah, very true. I don't think this sombra one has been
0: done well. Yeah, look, it's it's a tough one. I I I don't think it's done been done well, but I don't think it's been worthy of the torch and pitchforks that it's received. Um, uh, see,
1: I don't know man. Like it started off so promising. Like people digging for clues, it seemed <laughs> fun, like picking apart trailers was kinda like, oh, okay, this is kinda cool. And then the the percentage counter started going up and people mm-hmm. were like, Oh, this is going to lead to something, because, you know, the idea of going from 0% to 100% generally does mean something. Yep. Yeah. But it turns out, in this scenario, it just kind of led to another ARG. Yeah.
0: Look, it's... It's tough. Like, I... If, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, we're, we're talking about Sombra, the unreleased, as of yet, character for uh, Overwatch. Um, Been long-rumored and long discussed about uh, her inclusion there's been leaks of what she we think she looks like Um, and yeah so we we, uh, all we know at the moment is that she's a potential hacker Um, she carries a submachine gun of some description or an Uzi Um, she's got a sweet hacking glove yeah she does sweet hacking glove um, hack the planet (laughs) planet. Um, that's really about it that's about it. Um, and there's been an extensive ARG that's been going on that, um, yeah, look, fans have been a little bit upset about. Um, and I get it. But I'm just hoping that this will all, like, I'm just hoping that it will redeem itself in, in the end. Um, Because at this point now, it's going to be BlizzCon, right? Do we hear about Summer? You, you would
1: really think so, because... It seems too late. Like if she's going to come out on PTR,
0: which she hasn't done yet,
1: it's it's pushing real close.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, we've still got like another week and a bit of Halloween. So cause I I honestly thought she was going to be coming out as part of the Halloween update, and I uh, yeah, not most people thought. it. Yeah. And I, I I mean, in my head, October thirty first rolls around. Like this is how I would have done it. Like, October 31st rolls around, there's a small patch that gets released, nobody really pays any attention to it, the game goes haywire. In a good way, you still play it, but like, textures are all fucked up, and like, characters like, faces are all weird and, and all over that place, and it's almost like that Sombras has sort of hacked the planet, so to speak. Um, and then at the end of that 24 hours, it's like, I'm here guys, what's up? And she's she's ready to roll. Um, the only problem, the only problem being
1: is that she will almost definitely roll out to PTR first. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That
0: um, I wish that wouldn't have to be the case. But I know gotta, that got a balance, got a tester. Yeah, exactly. Got to figure out. Oh, I know the kinks first. Um, but look, I. It's not great the way that it's been handled. But like I said, I there's part of me that quite a big part of me that has faith that it's going to be somewhat redeemed in the end. Um, but has got to be sometime soon. Um, and BlizzCon seems to be the logical explanation for that, the logical destination for it. Which just makes
1: you question like the, the entire point of that percentage counter. Yeah, I
0: guess. Well, at the moment it says something about, it stopped counting down. And it says something about, um, about hacking into a bastion unit, um so the last remaining bastion, which is the bastion bastion that you play in the game um so people are already looking at that as well. There was a small update that came out a couple of days ago um just slid out, and I haven't looked into it exactly what's in it, but um but yeah there was there was an update that came out, so I mean there could be something in there. Um, I haven't actually been checking any of the, the, the boards or anything like that. Um, but I mean, if it's something that I'm sort of interested in, in terms of ARGs, like, uh, so, so ARG, again, for if you aren't aware, stands for, uh, uh, alternate reality game. So it's a game that takes place in, in, well, in alternate reality, I guess you could say. Um. And it's cool. They've been used as a, a form of marketing, or just as a, a fun way to pass the time for quite a few years now. Um, and I really like them. I, I don't like. Well, it's not I don't like, but I'm not very good enough to participate in actually finding clues and solving them. But I love following them, especially if it's something that I'm sort of vaguely interested in. Um, the most noticeable one that I got sucked into and fell down the rabbit hole quite extensively. Uh, wasn't for a video game, but it was for a movie which eventually became Cloverfield, um, the found footage movie from J.J. Abrams. Um, I loved that campaign. It was so good. Uh, the, the way that they announced that, I remember going to see, so I can't even remember what it was. I think it was Transformers, the first Transformers movie. Um, sitting down in the theatre and this trailer played. And it was all found footage and it ended like, you know, there was like, you know, what seemed to be some sort of monster terrorizing New York and it ended with the Statue of Liberty's head rolling towards the camera and then all that popped up was a date. And that was it. And everyone was like, What the fuck was that? Um and the internet sort of exploded over that one. And I remember like I just went home and started looking it up, trying to find out stuff and then I stumbled across the ARG for it. Um in the end it didn't like, you know, if you didn't follow on the ARG, the game the movie was still like you know fun but there were little nods in there and things you go oh that was that oh that was kind of related to that um and i did it again with 10 cloverfield lane um to a lesser extent i feel but they still did it again um but yeah that's probably my favorite one that i've been involved in um it's just unfortunately it hasn't been involved in part of a video game um is there anything you've been interested in Karen? do you even like them I have nothing against
1: ARGs. This right. one this one obviously annoys me. I don't like how it resolved and just led to another one. Yeah, right. But as much as I don't hate them, I also can't think of any I really care about. So, I don't know. Maybe that just means they just don't work on me. Yeah, I, was, I was sort of following the Sombra one in the early days, and then it just went down a rabbit hole I wasn't interested in following. Yep. But otherwise, like, yeah, no, nah, none really come to mind as anything that have... Stuck with me.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, um... I think they're an interesting way... uh, I think now people are a lot more aware about them, so they don't work as well as they did back then. Because I remember, like, I'd never even heard of an ARG when that that Cloverfield one happened. And I just remember the feeling of going... Like, seeing that trailer and going, what the... What the fuck was that? Like, there's no... There's a trailer for a movie and there's no title for it there's no like, and it was like you know from like I think like, it said at the end like executive producer J.J. Abrams that was all and it was like what I, I want to know more Um, but I think now that they've been used quite a lot and they might be a little less effective I think people are a lot more switched on and they have, they've lost a little bit of the impact that they had back in the day but um, that's just what I feel I reckon yeah no
1: that's fair it's just mm. Hey, I, get, I understand the community's frustration
0: in this particular regard. Yeah, yeah, no, I I I can to an extent, but I just yeah, like I said, there's part of me that believes that there's going to be some sort of resolution that's going to make it all worthwhile. For the most part. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much that one, isn't
1: it? Yeah, look, you basically, yes. you keep at it. Like one day you'll get you'll there'll be
0: an ARG that hooks me, but. Uh, yeah. I look, you know, I mean there's been crazy ARG ARGs in the like that actually like have like interrupted people's real lives. Like, like like getting phone calls and things like that. Like there's been ones where you like you could sign up for and like be a part of. Um that weren't like a marketing thing, they were just an actual game that you could take part in. And that that's crazy. Like awesome, I love it, but crazy. Um, but yeah, I think I I think they're a good, they were a good way of marketing. I think the impact might have been a little bit lost now, in this uh, tech savvy internet world that we live in. Um, but thank you, not half bad for your question, for bringing yeah. that one up for us. It's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah, like I said, I kind of it got know, us onto a a topic we weren't going to really touch on. Yeah, exactly. So we still covered it. It's fun, you know. We, we, we've uh, we've covered it. Um, cool. All right. Our next question, questions come from our very good friend, Mr. Sean. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, thank you for your questions this week. Your, his first one reads, what is your earliest memory of discovering video games? And why did that initial spark set you off on a lifelong love? Um, this is an easy one for me. I remember playing, Super Mario, ah, Bro- uh, not Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers, the very first one on the NES, for the ver- for the first time. Um, my my sister's like then husband, now ex husband, but like uh, I was staying over at their house, and he had this weird looking box, and he turned it on and handed me this weird thing, and I was like, "What? All right, you know." Uh, and uh, then there was this weird little man and I pressed a button and he jumped up and down and then I pressed another button and he moved to the right of the screen and I was like, what is this? What? What? What's this? What's this business? Um, And it just blew me away. I remember playing that. I remember I was like that and Dig Dug, I think, we used to play a lot of. um, And I loved it. And that, that was it. And then I remember getting a Commodore sixty four that used to hook up for my T V, which I'm sure I I'm pretty sure I talked about in that Origins episode. Um And yeah, from then on it was just that was it. I just I played video games. I I didn't I'm not as active about it uh, active then as I am about it now. Um But like it was something that I enjoyed and fascinated me. There was something about it that was just fascinating, like I sit down and and, and watch this T V and have some control over it and, and it was just amazing. Blew me away.
1: What about you, man? Uh look, mine's similar. It it always it always comes back to that Super Mario Bros. magic. Like Yeah, right. Just the simplest discovery of like learning how to move and then jump and like jumping on enemies gets rid of them or hitting a block mm-hmm. might get you a coin or a fire flower or a mushroom. And from there, it was, just, it was a rabbit hole that I fell down. Yep. Definitely Super Mario Bros. 1 or Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. Definitely one of those two are the ones I think of the most. One, just because of, yeah, just the simple magic of learning how to play, and then going into 3 with that knowledge, but just all the little extra details. Like, when you boot that game up and it's the start menu, is like, it's staged, and the entire game sort of plays out like a play. Yeah. It's so weird
0: and cool and interesting. I remember years later when I read that that whole like idea and that theory. I, yeah, it fucking blew me away. I was, <laughs> oh my god, it makes so much sense. The whole thing was a play, and like you finish the level and you go off stage and it's yep. like backstage. That's why it was. I'm fucking brilliant, <laughs> Just genius, brilliant. of applause. Oh, I love it, and it got confirmed too. I think didn't it? She
1: oh probably I confirmed I, it I'm sure at some point it has it, it, it seems so obvious that it has to be
0: real yeah exactly um and the fact that like things are like hanging off the walls and like hanging from like you know you know the support beams above like it brilliant um yeah again, again it's just that Nintendo magic man Nintendo magic yeah that's what it is I mean that's what my kids are gonna play I'm gonna sit them the, down and just be like hey, Super Mario Bros. three. And they're gonna go be on. like, Dad, what is this bullshit? I wanna play fucking Overwatch 4. <laughs> um And I'm like, No uh, no no no, we'll go back to that no. soon. Fucking play but, this. You play it's Mario first. Yeah. You gotta know your roots, man. Know <laughs> the roots of video games. It's important. It is very important. And I don't wanna hear this fucking Pong bullshit. Yeah, okay. That's 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 fair. We can play that for a little bit, then we move on. (laughs) We have an afternoon to Pong, then we move on to Super Mario Bros. I have (laughs) a schedule planned. This is, is, yeah, exactly. This is the next six years of your life are very, very meticulously planned out for you with your gaming habits. Then you can play Overwatch. Yeah, it's fine then. Overwatch Overwatch 12 is out by then. (laughs) Competitive season 64.
1: It sounds like Blizzard's really churning them out in that future.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean... The, the, the development times the turnaround times are really 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 improved yeah, Makes the next sense. makes years. sense yeah um and uh Sean's next question is what are your top favorite scores slash songs in the games you've played no guitar hero Joel that's cheating yeah Joel well, well fuck <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh alright Karen I I, I I know you've got an extensive list for this one so why don't you kick us off with that
1: look that's the thing because this question actually got posted last week but unfortunately it just missed out mm. so I was like you know what no I want to talk about video game music so I'm taking this question and totally I'm putting on it on this week's because you you gave me 50% of control Joel this was your mistake Ah, oh, damn it should have should have taken 100% of control away from me too, too nice for my own good let me have too much freedom <laughs> so, look, video video game music is fucking important. Yes, it is. It, like, there are movies I can watch, and if they don't have a good score, you know, I'll live. Yep. I'll get by. But if a game's got bad music,
0: oh, it'll... it Yeah, it detracts me. from it. Yeah, especially if it's a game you're going to be sitting in and playing for an extended period of time. Oh, like, yeah. You know, a 20, 30, 40 upwards out game that you're going to be like an RPG that you're going to be playing... And if of. it has bad music, then oh no way am I dealing yep. with that.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Instant mute. Yep. So look, there are a lot of series that I feel have spectacular music, and there are a lot of the popular ones, so mm-hmm. I apologize in advance. But you know They're popular my, for my a favorite... reason. Karen? Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you make the memorable themes, you, you you do well. Uh obviously my the one I have to I hold up on like a pedestal and I'll never ever forget is obviously going to be Nobuo Uematsu from Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fame. Like, of course, he's m- composed so many fantastic themes that he's set. Like, there's a there's a Final Fantasy concert coming to Melbourne next year. I'm going to be there because yep, Final Fantasy music is is it. Like, oh, one winged angel, man, one wing. Yeah, one winged angel. The um, the entire like opera from final fantasy six i'm pretty sure it's like 20 minutes long oh, made yeah like I've super nintendo like that. chip music that's oh jesus so good he just made magic happen it's a shame he's not on the series anymore but the music they've been putting out for the last couple of games has still been pretty good yep but yeah man he he was it but apart from him like there's kenji yamamoto yamamoto who's responsible for some of the uh, songs from Super Metroid and Metroid Prime. Uh, two of the best games ever made,
0: so play them. Metroid the Prime soundtrack is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, oh, hey man, Super Metroid's soundtrack just for the ambience alone of that period yeah. of time is stellar.
0: Yeah. What 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 he got out of what he had to work with. Yeah, for sure.
1: Like playing that game when I was younger, there were moments where I was genuinely just creeped out because i was like this music doesn't it's not fun i feel uncomfortable and i don't know where i am it's haunting yeah wonderful stuff of course there's koji kondo you know Uh like we must always call him the nintendo composer because yes so much of the stuff from mario and zelda has been his work or he's had a hand in it and Uh you know those those two franchises alone have
0: so many unforgettable songs. Um yeah, and Super Mario just because of like, you know, brand recognition and instant recognizable songs. Well save um, for the Zelda theme, man. Like that yeah, the theme. But also too, like, the Zelda games for the most part have a very like music is a gameplay element. It's not even just like there. It's 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 part of the game. Like it's part of the thing you have to control. Like I mean Ocarina of Time. It's you use an Ocarina to play songs that do stuff in the game, like you know, Wind Waker, you conduct the wind with a conductor's baton. It it awesome, awesome stuff.
1: It's, it, it's genius. That guy, that guy's made made so many of my favorite songs out there. Mm-hmm. Uh it always goes without mentioning, but uh, Akira Yamaoka from Silent Hill, right? Yes, if you like his. His music. If you listen to some of the stuff from the Silent Hill, so- like soundtracks, good God, like it's it's terrifying, even and just disconcerting. And it's it's some stuff that you wouldn't think you would listen to outside of a game, right? But when you play the game with that stuff just in the background, it's it just it's for perfect marriage. Although, if you want to hear a really good song from him that you don't need to, you know, be playing a Silent Hill game to hear, just look up theme of Laura from Silent Hill 2. That is okay. an amazing piece of music. Cool. Uh, and of course, of course, it goes without saying, so Shoji Meguro, Meg- Meguro, I probably butchered that, but the Persona composer, like,
0: oh. holy
1: hell, man. Like, That's those, what I'm on man. Those soundtracks. Just
0: phenomenal. And just with their distinct, oh, like, really styles don't... as well. <laughs> like as soon as i hear that i'm just like yep, yeah, that's stuck in my head for the next 12 hours and i don't even care like
1: just across the last three three main persona games like persona 3 was very much like urban rock hip-hop sort of soundtrack then you go to persona 4 which was more sort of upbeat and like like j-pop pop, almost J- yeah. j-poppy sort of soundtrack Straight to Persona 5, which is more funk, jazz sort of stuff. It's Acid
0: jazz, I think, is the term acid, they've used Acid to describe. jazz, yeah.
1: Referred to Jamiro choir as inspiration. Yes, yeah. So, like, that guy just makes... He just, he makes magic happen on game soundtracks. Just and, the best. And the last one I'm going to mention is just pure... It's purely for one song. Well, two songs, actually. It's mortio Sakuraba, who... Is, it the, is one of the Dark Souls composers. I think there's a couple that work on that series. Right. But two songs. The song that plays when you fight Orsin and Smo, 'cause because there's nothing more terrifying than walking through that fog gate and just being smacked in the face by that song. Yep. It just adds to the incredible amount of tension you're going to be basically wrestling with for that entire fight <laughs> as you try to not get killed. Yeah. It's loud, and you'll be like... It might be louder than you yelling at your TV screen. I don't know. Yep. I think for me, it was pretty close. Like, we we had a pretty good competition going. 50-50, yeah. Yeah. And also, this particular choice, because of the exact opposite it does with the final boss of Dark Souls 1, when you fight Gwyn, and it's just... Yeah, it's the opposite. You walk through the fog gate, and sort of this piano melody starts playing it's really slow and it makes that fight amazing like yep it feels like a last boss fight because that song you, you it feels important and holy shit dark souls just masterclass in all areas yep but some of the best songs out there that'll get your blood pumping awesome and there's so many more like
0: video game music is only getting better as well Oh, absolutely. I agree. Um some of the ones that I like for me personally, um apart from like, you know, a, a, quite a lot of the ones that you've mentioned in particular like, you know, Super Mario and Zelda and and Persona. Um Snake Eater. Oh, the, from Snake the... Eater. Yep. The Metal I,
1: Gear composers, like all of them, like Harry Gregson Williams and I think there's Oh yeah
0: Nora Hiko or something. There's a few, but Yeah. Holy crap. But in particular I remember i I remember hearing I hadn't even played the game, but I remember hearing Snake Eater for the first time and I was like, This is awesome and then I saw like the opening video and I'm like, This is amazing. Like it is the perfect uh tribute and uh to, to uh a Bond and espionage in the sixties, it, it just made me so happy. It looked so good and it sounded amazing. From that opening, I'm just like, "Yes, I'm on. I'm in. Let's do this." It's um, so good, man! Fantastic. Like it just yeah gives me chills still. Just thinking about it. Um, and sins of the father as well. In like, oh, no, it, like. Regardless Say what, what you want to think about that, they, that. Yeah. Yeah. That song. That song. I agree. Yeah. That and song Donna is,
1: Burke kicks in. like Oh, know, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, that. oh, so good. Um, another one for me, which uh, ties back into our, one of our topics from before quite nicely, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, in particular, the Jose Gonzalez song that plays um, towards the end of the game, I think as you're traveling in the snowy area think uh two trees or tall trees or something i think it um, was tall trees yeah mm, as you're going through there for the first time and it's towards the end of the game and there's this beautiful song called far away um and it's just awesome as soon as it kicked in because I, I was sort of familiar with Jose gonzalez as well um he does a, an amazing cover of heartbeats by the knife um which is uh, alone on its own like the original song is amazing And his cover is just so It's just acoustic guitar And, and him singing And it's just mind-blowingly good um, and, and this song from Red Dead Redemption Is is no exception I remember as soon as I heard the vocals kick in I'm like, that's Jose Gonzalez That's awesome um, And it just set the tone perfectly For what was going on in the story at that time um, And I, I loved it It just reminded me of it By having, we were talking about Red Dead 2 so it tied in quite nicely um and then there are you know there's some other really like bizarre ones as well like i i'm going to count licensed music in this it's not from guitar hero game but some of my favorite moments um i loved Soul Wax fm in gta5 it's my favorite radio station because i love Solwax. um and all the songs and it was like bloody Beetroots and all this other stuff. The music that I really, 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 really dig. Um, so that was basically my soundtrack driving around Los Santos for that whole game. Uh, and <laughs> another one that made me laugh a lot is the Saints Row games, particularly three and four. Mainly three, because that's the one I played the most of. Um, but I can't remember which one it was in. You might be able to help me out with this, Claren. Um, the one that had You're the Best... Around, oh, it was. Um, I want to say it was Saints Row Three. I think it was. Nothing was better than hooking down the road while that was playing, and then just committing mass sidewalk genocide. To to, to the 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 dulcet tune of "You're the best around," nothing's ever gonna bring me down. Um, amazing. Like, and some of the songs that that no, it was that was in Saints Row Three because in Saints Row 4 had the touch it did have the touch that's right yeah it played that, in like the last mission I think yep Um was good amazing like those sort of moments I, I, I love those um, and also from Saints Row 3 as well um, the Kanye West song Power which was used in a lot of the trailers uh, one of the trailers in particular which was a really great trailer for that game um, and a really great song and it worked really well in terms of the game um but they actually incorporated that into the game itself. So there's a part where you have to, you're about to take over uh, like a penthouse and you, a whole tower essentially, but the penthouse becomes your, your base of operations. And the way that you you sort of enter that uh, said penthouse is by like skydiving in. Um, and you start that mission and you, you end up, you're in the helicopter and then you just hear the claps, the air. and I'd like, I was like, oh yeah, here we go, shit's gonna go down, and then yeah, you, you get the prompt to jump out of the plane, and you skydive down, and like, parachute into the pool, and then like, you know, the, the gang that's in there start losing their shit, going, oh my god, who's this guy, and you bust out, and start causing chaos, um, and eventually sort of wipe out everyone that's there, and it was just it was awesome. It was one of those moments that would just stick with me forever. I just love it so much, and it was because of the music, like without that music, it was just like you know like you know, a, an original song or something like that or any other song um, it still would have been fun, and it would have been a memorable moment in the game, but th- that combined with that song, um just yeah, blew me away so much fun um but I- yeah i. I I'm agree with
1: up, you. I'm bringing up two more because there's two more that I forgot to mention. Okay. There's David Wise, ukulele okay. like... oh uh, yes, yes. Donkey Kong Country, all the, all the really good ben ones. Yikazoo-y, yeah. Yeah. Great. So, Aquatic Ambulance or like Sticker Brush Symphony if you want to check him out. Uh, Graham Norgate. I think yep. he was GoldenEye.
0: 007, oh, I yes. think.
1: Perfect Dark. Don't quote me on that. I'm going to double-check it. Uh, also amazing. And... Oh, hang on. And... This young lad here. I'm just looking up, uh, Jake Kaufman from Shovel Knight.
0: Oh yes, the Shovel Knight soundtrack is no, beautiful, an awesome <laughs> soundtrack. Um, there's one that you haven't mentioned yet that I'm, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned, Kyron. Well, what's that? What have I missed? Austin Windery. Austin Wintery. Yeah, that's true.
1: The Journey soundtrack. The is Journey pretty, soundtrack pretty is special. amazing. Abzu. He saved Assassin's Creed
0: Syndicate for yeah, me. Yeah, the music and that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um oh.
0: Yeah, that's that was the one I was like, oh okay. Yeah. But um well,
1: like I said, I forgot i forgot I feel like I've forgotten so many. I can yeah. ramble and rant and every time uh, I open Spotify and try to search for a game soundtrack and it's not there, I get a little bit sad. Yep. Yep. It's
0: getting better. Um that that th- there's one there's the two off the top of my head now. Say what you will about the game again, but the No Man's Sky soundtrack by um, 65 Days of Static, was awesome. That's true. Dude, like, awesome ambient, like, electronica, and it was just really, really, really good stuff. Um, Especially in those first moments with the game when you're playing it and it's you're still all new and things like that. Um, The soundtrack definitely, like, heightens the experience. I felt, anyway. Uh, um, Another one. The main,
1: the Icarus main theme from Deus Ex, Human Revolution by Michael oh, McCann is Oh, yeah, that's a really good superb. one.
0: That's really good too. I also liked, um, from recently playing, uh, I think it's by S- they're Scientific, but all this, the vowels are missing from it. Um, that old chestnut. Um, from Oxenfree. Oh, yeah, they're good as well. Oxenfree was great. Um, anything by Disasterpiece. Oh boy, disaster piece is yeah. magic. Yeah. Man,
1: there's some good stuff um, out there. Anna uh Scott oh, Pilgrim soundtrack. Scott Pilgrim was soundtrack.
0: Was yeah, that was rad too.
1: Look, video, video game music is beautiful.
0: I love yep. it. Yep. Can't enough, get uh, enough of it. I love a bit of uh, a bit of the old, especially like chip tune stuff, when it's done well, it's it's good. Like Animataguchi's is a perfect example of that. Um Oh boy, we went off on a
1: tangent then. Yeah, look, I I knew it was going to happen. That's why I'm like, you know what? We're going to talk about this because
0: I don't give a shit. No, I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. And I'm glad you asked the question for us, Sean. So thank you very much for your questions.
1: Feel free to ask me about video game music anytime.
0: Yes, we'll do a part two or something. And
1: I'll rant rant off
0: songs for you. (laughs)
1: Uh, But until then, I guess it's about time to wrap her up, Joel.
0: Yeah, I think we I think it's time for us
1: to wrap it up. It's been a late one for us. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's not think about that, let's instead think about the Nintendo Switch and how magical it will be come oh. March 2017.
0: And then later on in the year when I get to dive back into the world of Red Dead Redemption. Mm. I love it. <laughs> just a moment, Look- just a moment of like reflection then.
1: It's like, "Ugh, oh, I got lost." I'm excited for Red Dead Redemption 2, but I just can't
0: stop thinking about the Switch. Yeah, I uh, look it, it, it. For lack of a better word, it switches between the two um, quite frequently. I don't know. It's like you know, one moment I'm like, "Oh my god, this Switch is going to be amazing," and then I go, "Oh, but Red Dead." Um, but yeah, at the moment, the Switch is taking priority because it had a little bit more screen time, I guess. <laughs> quite literally. Yeah, do you want to take us out card?
1: Yep, alright, that's time. Let's, let's, let's call do it, it. we uh, it. So, once again, thank you for listening if you've reached this point of the podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed us talking about the Switch and all our Switch-related humour. And never forget that Joel has made the NX slip up more than I have at this point. By one. <laughs> if you were interested in following us on the social medias, we are on both Twitter and Facebook. The page that you can find us at is Dialogue Options. Pretty simple, not too hard. You can like us or follow us there. You can tweet at us. You can comment on our stuff. You can send us emails to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. And I don't know if you're a little bit curious about what Joel and I get up to in our off time. We both have Twitter accounts. Uh, You will find me at LemonManX. And you will find Joel. At Joeliemac. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Nailing it. Um, Yeah. But until next week, we'll let our wonderful song by Azure Flux take us out. Strike witches, get bitches. And thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Catch (laughs) ya.